2: Let's talk some baseball as we head out to the WGK Law Guest Hotline where we're joined by Brett Boone, host of the Brett Boone Podcast, an Odyssey original featuring the most notable names in MLB and all around sports every week. And Brett, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate your time. We're here in Baltimore, so let's start with the Orioles. Your just thoughts on Corbin Burns of it all, Kyle Bradish, and what do you think of this team heading into the season?
1: I think, you know, I think last year was great. They won 101 games. Uh this late acquisition of Burns is huge. You know, Burns and Woodruff over in Milwaukee have been as good a one-two punch, went healthy as as anybody in baseball, in my opinion. Um, he's been an all-star last three years won the ERA title, I believe, in 2021, just ahead of young pitching staff. I think there's a couple keys for him, you know. Last year, it was huge having Bautista at the pen at the end of that mm-hmm. game. I think he ended up winning the Mariano Rivera Award. They went out, got Kimbrell as kind of a stopgap until Bob Bautista comes back in 2 2025. So I think it's essential they added something. Bringing in Burns late. I don't know that anybody saw that, but I, I I think it's a huge move for for a team that won the division a year ago, got a lot of experience with a young roster, bringing a guy like Burns on on board to to head that, you know, be that number 1 in that rotation. I think it's great. I think Johnny Means, I think this is a big year for him. Can he be what we once thought was going to be a perennial Cy Young award winner? Um, last year, they're fifth, fifth in ERA. Um, I'm I'm looking at a lot of things. I think the ballpark changes, you know. Everybody talks about Camden Yards. I played there for years and years. A great place to hit. All of a sudden, they make that fence <laughs> the way it is now. I'll tell you, the only thing I can really compare it to during my playing days is my pitching staff when we had to go to Colorado and how they started thinking about it two weeks in advance. I think with moving the wall to what I think as a hitter is a ridiculous spot, the gap there, or, or even straight away left field. But I'm telling you, hitters start thinking about, oh, we're going to Baltimore, oh, that big left field. They start thinking about it in advance. And I think it's somewhat of a home field advantage. The guys that hit there on a daily basis, You kind of have to come to grips with it early like that's the way it is we're going to play 81 games here but i think overall it it poses a, a real um home field advantage for them i love this team i love the the youth uh and even below the big league team that minor league that minor league development system i think you're ranked recently number one in the minor leagues uh with all this young talent that's in the big leagues i think mullins uh is a huge key. he can he come back be that 30-30 guy that he was 2 years ago? I see nothing but positive things for this for this Orioles organization as a whole going forward. It's going to be exciting to to watch and with the with the even schedule now, you don't have to beat up on each other in that AL East, which is such a tough division. But uh it's going to be a tough division. I don't think uh it's going to be an uphill battle for Baltimore this year. I think the Yankees got better, I think Toronto's is very good. I think they had a disappointing year for them uh, with their expectations last year. And then that's the Tampa Bay wild card that I have no idea how they do it year in and year out, but they're always there at the end. So it's going to be a tough division, but I really like the future for this Baltimore team, especially so many years uh, being the doormat in that division, all of a sudden to win 101 games with this young youth movement. It seems like it seems like Brandon Hyde's got them going in the right direction it's exciting for, for the city of Baltimore.
2: Well, Brett, there might be a little bias with your brother being the uh, manager of the Yankees, but <laughs> would you consider the Orioles the favorite in the AL East? Uh, I don't I
1: don't know if I'd consider them the favorite. Um, the, the thing with the Yankees is, and, and I've kept a special eye on it since my brother's taken over there, but their whole thing is health. I mean, it seems like every year they're just hurt, mm-hmm. hurt, hurt. You know, I look at him a year ago. Cole's been the constant, top of the rotation. He won his first Cy Young a year ago. But they got Rodon, who was an all-star in 22 and 23, Cy Young candidate. He comes over there and posts a 7 ERA last year. Nobody expected that. Nestor Cortez was beat up. Schmidt kind of logged a lot of innings. They didn't plan on having him. There's a few guys that have moved on. Hermann Severino has moved on. You brought in Stroman. When I first saw that deal, I thought, all right, do I like the deal? Well, it depends what the what the figures are. I saw a two-year in today's economics. Two years, $38 million, I believe Stroman got. I, I think he fits in great. I think he's a guy that's obviously no one, it seems like every year he goes out and competes, does well, and he's always looking for a job. Uh, but at two years, $38 million to put him in the three-hole, I think that's pretty good. Obviously, you're looking at the offensive side. Judge and Soto could be the best two in the game, if healthy. Soto's in a walk year. He's got everything to gain this year. Uh, he's got a veteran team around him. And, and it's all going to depend. Vertigo, I think, is an, uh, an underrated sign in left field. With all the fanfare that came with Soto, everybody forgot about Verdugo coming over from Boston. I think that's a big upgrade for them. How is Rizzo getting older? Is he past that point? Or can he come back strong? Giancarlo Stanton, can he still be in the force in the middle of that lineup? Big disappointment last year for him. They still got that power bullpen. Uh, I think the Yankees are going to be tough. I really was trying, before I came on today, I was looking at this division. I really can't pick a favorite. I mean, you got to respect Baltimore, what they did a year ago, but the Yankees healthy on paper, to me, just as good as Baltimore, and the Yankees have that ability. If they're in the mix, if they're looking like a playoff team at the trading deadline, they can go out and get not not per se Verlander, but a Verlander-type pitcher, in the pinch, the Yankees have that, that capacity uh, with their economic situation. So moving to Toronto, great rotation. Gossman, Berrios, Bassett, Kikuchi, uh, Romano is the, is the closer for them. They're great. That offense was underachieving last year, but you still got Vladimir Bichette and Springer. Uh and it's going to be a tough division And then Tampa Bay. Who would ever think Tampa Bay would have a chance? Wander Franco being gone, McClanahan, the Cy Young, favorite when he got hurt last year and glass now going to the dodgers but i but what they've done year in and year out i have to put them in the mix and say i don't know what tampa bay does down there i don't want what they they put in the water in a serious tone i think kevin cash and that organization have just come up with some formula and a culture that when new players show up it seems like new players are showing up on a yearly basis it's basically like, hey, all we do here is win and go to the postseason. No matter what the budget is, no matter all the economic things that surround the Tampa Bay Rays, they find a way year in and year out, so I'll never count them out. So as far as the Orioles being the favorite, long, short version, I don't think they're the favorite, but I look at this division, and right now, I just don't have a favorite. I think they're all pretty much equally uh, equally matched, and it's going to see who stays healthy and who lives up to their potential to see who's going to win that division.
2: Brett, there there certainly seems to be a lot
1: of talent still out there on the free agent market. I just kind of wondered what, what you make of that development. Is it really kind of just the, the – the, the tangential effect of one agent Scott Boris representing the four main guys. And so there's a trickle down effect to the, you know, Duvall's and these guys, cause they're waiting to see what Bellinger gets. Is that kind of what's, what's holding it up? Do you think this the collapse of some of these RSN regional sport network models have something to do with it? I think, I think it's a combination. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Scott Boris, it seems like how many times have we had this conversation at this point, in this, you know this point, right at the deadline, always pushing the needle, and it's like, oh, this is the end of Scott Boris, but <laughs> he's found a way to to time it, you know, time and time again, come out on top. He's Scott Boris for a reason. I think I'd be hard pressed if I was in my heyday right now and, and an all star type player not to have him representing me. He's been that great, and and has has got great deal for so many guys. That's why he's the number one guy in the business. That being said, I think. Scott and what he's what he's famous for is going around the general manager, mm-hmm. finding a way to get into upper management. I think they found a way. What I'm hearing in the agent world now is they found a way to kind of block Scott from doing the wraparound and going to somebody above and, and undercutting the, the general managers. They found a way to kind of keep him out. I think that might have a little bit to do with it. Uh, but I look at it. I look at a Now, look at look at the five guys that he's represented his a group. And you got Snell and Montgomery. Montgomery, a year ago, obviously had that great run with the Texas Rangers. They end up winning the World Series. Snell wins the Cy Young and arguably had the greatest last four months that you can possibly have for a pitcher. I'm in San Diego. I watch Snell. I've been watching him for four years. When he's got his good stuff, he brings back memories. He's Randy Johnson. He's got that good of stuff. But I think he won the Cy Young there. He won the, the Cy Young in Tampa Bay. And what he did in between, I think organizations are are really – kind of shy about, wait a minute, do we trust him? Is it going to be the Cy Young Snell or that third starter Snell? And when you're talking $200 million, they're going to be hesitant. Montgomery, I think he's just a victim of Scott Boris waiting to sign Snell and set the market before Montgomery before Montgomery signs. I think that's what he's suffering from right now. You go to Bellinger, who's who's probably the top athlete yeah. on the board right now. Bellinger, same thing. He's a most valuable player a few years ago in Los Angeles. Then he hits 194 and 210, and now all of a sudden he's comeback player of the year. Well, if I'm handing out 200 million dollars, I've got to take that into consideration. He's probably the best athlete in Major League Baseball. He plays center, he play first, he runs the bases. He's dynamic when he's right. But I know I got to need to know what I'm getting. For the right deal, I'll take Bellinger all day long. But for 200 million, I like a lot of organizations. They're going to pass on that. And then you go down to a Chapman. Um, Uh, Matt Chapman, great gold gloves, third baseman, platinum glove, third baseman. But year in and year out, 755, 757, 716 OPS. It's 240, 220. He's going to hit you 20 homers, but how much money are you going to give him? That's that's my thing. And then for me, J.D. Martinez, who's a consummate pro. He's 35 years old. Uh, I I think he's one of those guys – that in the club, what he does on the field, and he still can hit. Obviously, he drove in 103 runs a year ago. He brings more than that to an organization. He brings that veteran presence. He's so astute when it comes to hitting. He studies the game. I think he can help the people around him a lot. Somebody's going to get a good, a good deal. They're probably going to get a one-year deal with a J.D. Martinez. But, yeah, as a player right now, if I'm sitting there, my, I'm watching Sports Center every day. I'm watching <laughs> my guys out on the field. I'm chomping at the bit right now going, Scott, get it going. So we'll see.
2: Brett Boone, this was great. Thank you so much for your time. You got it, guys. Thank Thank you. Okay,
0: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better